0: Carolina's Field, Forest, and Water. A closer look at agriculture in South Carolina and conversations between the current and future leaders of agriculture in the Palmetto State and experts from across America. Presented by the students of the South Carolina Governor's School for Agriculture at John De La Howe. From our campus in McCormick County, here's our moderator, Del Brockman. Welcome to
1: another episode. Of carolina's field forest and water i am del Broutman and today i am joined by co-host eli moore and asa simmons and our guest for the day is a young entrepreneur who operates his own landscaping company while balancing his duties as the mayor of calhoun falls calhoun falls is a town about 1700 residents in north abbeville county it is located 17 miles north of our governor school campus like many small town mayors Our guest is currently looking into ways to improve the quality of life and create opportunities for the citizens of Calhoun Falls. With Lake Richard Russell on its western edge and surrounded by acres of forest and open land, the question is, what role could agriculture and outdoor recreation play in growing Calhoun Falls? We will try to answer that question with the mayor of Calhoun Falls, Tariko Holland, Mr. Mayor, welcome to our podcast.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for having me. I'm glad to be here, glad to
1: be here. So my first question is about your landscaping business. How long have you been in the
2: landscaping business? And uh, just tell us a little bit about that. I've been in the landscaping business here about four and a half to five years. It's been growing and growing and growing each and every year. Um, landscaping is a business that I love. I love to be out in the hot. Um, I love to be out in the rain a little bit here and there. I mean, it's very enjoyable seeing your work that you do before it's done and then after. Seeing the after work and being able to help your community look better. And so I just believe in... Hard work and making things look better. So I've grown, 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 helping my community in various ways, and I love it. I really enjoy it.
1: So in the landscaping company, do you what? What what often do you do in the landscaping company? Because you also are balancing the mayor's uh, the the uh, the duties of being a mayor. Absolutely. So
2: how do you balance the your business and your duties as mayor? It never ends. Is always going, going, and going, and going. As you see, I got two cell phones. I believe it's about time to add a third one. Um, <laughs> but absolutely, it, it's got you got to have a balance. You've got to have a plan, you got to have an agenda, you got to have a schedule. And so my office hours is Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays from 8 a.m. to like 12, one. Oftentimes, it get pushed back by concerned citizens. Some of my staff have questions, trainings, different meetings we have here in the office. And so between that and my landscaping, do I do Mayor Holland really get a break? Absolutely not. I rarely get a break. Um, but with my landscaping, we do tree removal. We do land side. we do mulch preparation, we do um, winter rise for your grass, And so we do a lot of different things up under the umbrella of Grinder Work service. And So we just try to be in the area where we can help young people. I have a lot of young people work for me, especially in the summertime. They come on board and they work for me the four or five weeks they out of school. Um, I teach them how to run a zero turn, um, different chainsaws, pole saws. We spread mulch. We do grass seeds. And so, you know, the business is not only for myself, but it's to help others in the community to learn how to use other equipment and to just understand the basis of working outside.
3: Um, A question I have is like, considering that, you know, you are, you are a minority and everything like that, how do you, how do you how do you see yourself being a role model for other young minorities who possibly want to go into landscaping or even like um, uh, like the political sphere?
2: I let them know that hey, you look at me, you can be. I can be your role model. That's a great, great question. Let them know hey, the road may not be easy, but I guarantee you that it'll be worth it. And so letting you know that you see someone that look like yourself, oftentimes it just motivates you to to do it. Hey, he did it. Why can't I do it? And so when you ask those questions, they see that, and you know, hey, you can do it as well. So letting you know you can be a business owner, you can be in the political field, and that, hey, it can be all worth it. And so we just try to, every day, just to motivate, high-five and talk to them, let them know the route you took. And so, hey, I just love it, and I love it. And they see that, that I'm doing it, the back of their mind, I can do it as well. And so there are some things that, you know, a lot of people come up to me and ask. And so... We just try to make sure that we're doing it correctly, respectfully, and having a good time with it.
4: Well, with so much uh, on your, like with so much on your plate with the landscaping business, why exactly did you get into politics and become a mayor?
2: Ah, Wipe my sweat off. Uh, Good good (laughs) question. Absolutely. I just, I've always been a person that want to help and make a difference. And so I moved, when I graduated college, Southern Wesleyan University, I went off to Gainesville, Georgia for a few years. And I was coming back home every weekend. I seen my moms and my family. And I seen that at the time, Calhoun Falls was kinda of at a standstill, when a lot of energy. We didn't have this, we didn't have that. Recreation was not going. And so things just was not moving forward. And so with the energy and the support that I have, I said, Well, why not? You know, and so my campaign slogan was Rico for America, Why not? And so we just <laughs> took it along the way and we done that. So I add it to my plate because I want to see change. I want to see a difference in my community and be able to make an impact in my community. Okay.
4: Uh, how exactly have you been utilizing uh, agricultural uh, agriculture within uh, your town?
2: Well, we have been, um, I've been actually with the FFA in Calhoun Falls. That's a great group of FFA in Calhoun Falls. So we have been combining and done different projects. They actually have came aboard and worked on our, pro- um, our baseball fields in Calhoun Falls. They have done different projects within Calhoun Falls. But with us having been so close right there with walk out our back door with Lake Russell, you know, it can help us do so many different things. You know, the agriculture world is growing and growing and growing. And if you've never been to Calhoun Falls, we have so much space, so much space that can be utilized to help promote agriculture and help Calhoun Falls in various ways.
3: Um, a question I have is, considering you're mayor and considering that you're also somewhat in, into agriculture, what ways are you, pro- are you trying to implement a more sustainable town?
2: In various ways, and such as with agriculture, we would like to see, you know, to be able to have, open up our downtown to agriculture to bring them in to see how can they help us. Ones with more of a deeper background than I have myself that, hey, we can help Calhoun fall this way. Let's promote agriculture and bring them into the town and let them see the town, let them tour the town and say, hey, we can help in these many ways. You know, So we're taking steps like that. We have Saturday meetings. We have council meetings where we discuss with with the agriculture team.
1: So another way um, I'm thinking about is not just agriculture, but outdoor recreation and more of the the fun side of, What Calvin Falls has to offer?
2: Well, we right now we have basketball, we have soccer, and we're looking to add to our recreation a track team. Um, so right now we have all age. Well, we have a few different age groups for basketball that will be competing in the recreation area. Right now we only have soccer, which was a nine and ten, and we had a tough game last night. The kids played 100 percent hard. You know, shout out to those kids and parents, but they did a great job. Um, so right now we're just trying to promote safety and health with the recreation. We enjoy 100 percent seeing the kids out there running and competing and sweating, and, and the parents and grandparents out there cheering for me, it, it means the world to our small community. So y'all
1: seem to do a lot with the youth and get the youth involved a lot. And I think that's personally like a really great thing to do because oftentimes the youth thinks they can do something but they're held back. And Calhoun
2: Falls seems like they're all in with their community and it seems very important. Absolutely, yes sir. Because if you, just like you know, like I know the youth is our future. So we got to pour into our youth. Every chance we get, we got to show that our integrity, that our love, our respect for the youth, because if they see us doing great, they going to want to be great. If they see we care for them, they going to care, you know? So every opportunity that I get, I like to pour back into the youth, you know, I like to walk with them. I actually ride the bikes with them throughout the community, you know, I race with them because I was a track guy. And so I love to run with them and tell them, hey, you can't outrun me, you know? So when they see me walking up the street, they take off running like, we're going to beat you today, so the energy for the youth. Youth is high. We want to show our love and our concern, and our passion for the youth.
3: Um, a question I have is, considering that you do want to further opportunities for your youth, what opportunities are you are you giving them to possibly further into skill set they can use in the future?
2: Well, right now we have a like I said, we have soccer and more so than sports, we finna have a field trip where our um, elementary kids can come up to and tour the police department, the fire department, the mayor's office in different areas in town to see different things what go on in the city. They can see the police chief, what he do on a the daily. They can see a firefighter, what he do on the daily. They can see the mayor, the mayor life or the judge and different things in the town, to see the city maintenance worker, so that they can have an opportunity to say, hmm, I like that. And so with that being said, we're just trying to keep continue adding different things inside of the community that will help make a difference.
4: Uh, I heard that you uh, said that uh, Calhoun Falls was quite stagnant beforehand. So I want to know what you personally have been doing to uh, see improvement within your town instead of... uh It remaining stagnant.
2: Yes sir, so when I first got on board, what we did was we came up with a plan and a vision to see where do we want to see Calhoun Falls within six months, then within a year. So we wrote it all up. We came up with a plan. We have cleaned over 50 streets up in Calhoun Falls with debris. We have fixed three of the worst roads that had potholes in that the mail truck couldn't run up and down. And we just coming together as a community more. Being together means a lot. Um, so we're just trying to pull everybody together. Continue trying to promote business to come downtown. We have had our Christmas parade; have been very, very great every year. So each year we want to do better. Our Christmas parade, our townwide yard sale—just giving the energy and the passion to the town that they see that the leader got a lot of energy and a passion and go. Then the people in the community most will follow. Yes, sir.
3: Um, considering that tourism is a, is also can be a big thing in ag and. Uh, what are you doing to further help with tourism for Calhoun?
2: Well, with tourism, that's a great question. So we just had a meeting on tourism. And so what we like to do with tourism, is mean, we'd like to gather a lot of people that's not from Calhoun Falls to come in. we like to have events. Like We had a Jeep event here about two months ago downtown Calhoun Falls. And we know a lot of people upstate like Jeeps. And so we just tried to gather and do different events that would bring in tourism from different areas, whether it's Charleston. Atlanta, Georgia, it doesn't matter. We're just trying to bring in different groups of people into the town so that we can follow our tourism. And so, with that, they're just different events. You know, we want to continue having many, many different events.
1: So, I hear you're a pretty young mayor, and what are the challenges that come with maybe not having so much experience in that field?
2: Whew, good question. There it's many different challenges, but, you know, as life, life is tough. So we have to knock out the challenges as we come. But me not having a political background, um, I just had to rely on calling people who have a background stronger than mine, reaching out to ones that have been in it longer than me. And so oftentimes things you face as being, not having a heavy background is, you know, sometimes like you don't get the answers that you want. People don't believe that you can turn things around or believe in your vision because you never done it before. But once you gain the trust and you start knocking out the small thing, people will start believing in you. So it's just been sometimes get tough just because you don't have that type of experience or that background in that area but as you go every day and you learn and you start getting things done people start trusting you and get believing in you more so it's definitely been some struggles and some challenges along the way so but we're going to continue to go with it and just make the best out of it
3: do you see a career further in politics
2: (laughs) good one good one you got some great questions keep them coming absolutely (laughs) but i do um, I feel as if, you know, if things keep going strong and keep going the way it is, I think that without a doubt, I love to keep com- keep committing to my community and further on, help out a wide range of communities. So, you know, start here and you just grow, grow, grow. You just continue to go up the ladder. Absolutely. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a young man who believe in going up the ladder. I don't want to stay at one place 20 years, you know, so absolutely so.
4: Um how you've been in uh, how have you been incentivizing agricultural within uh, education uh, exactly
2: well with i let, we have a team of agriculture here in Calhoun Falls and like i said before our FFA in Calhoun Falls is one thing that is really really growing and huge and we believe in happening each way. So we try to give them goals and they reach out. We give them a project. They actually made our soccer goals um, for our recreation department. So we like to promote that in every aspect. So when I go down to different meetings, when I meet with different people, I let them know the resources that we have. We have many, many open lots of, hey, we have empty buildings downtown that agriculture could come in and utilize to help promote different things for agriculture.
1: So from what I hear, uh, Calhoun Falls has a lot of forest and open land. Do you think, that that land could be used for agriculture and help
2: the town as a whole. Absolutely, 100%. I think here in the future, that's what's going to happen without a doubt. As long as we can keep the plan in place, people keep believing, people keep committing to the goal, that'll happen without a doubt.
3: Um, as an African American, what as as an African American mayor, what have you done to see further improvement in your community?
2: Well, we have helped and as you know. Oftentimes, we struggle with being able to have um, meeting certain criteria for water bills. So I've put in a plan where you can pay after hours. If your water get cut off at this time, you can come and get it cut back on. We have extended a payment plan for different communities in Calhoun Fall. We have done things such as, you know, a work program. If you have a history of a criminal history, you can come here and you can get a job with the city crew. And so, you know, a lot of people, African American, we struggle with a background. So we just try to help out in that way to help them. Like, hey, come on, you can still get a job. You still can work. You know, you just be on a job course program.
3: Another question I have that's uh, kind of related towards that Mm -hmm. is that, considering that you know, especially in the South, um, that that there are a lot of systemic problems that that can not necessarily benefit African Americans. What what way have you what ways have you done to solve those problems in your town?
2: Well, we try to when we have a we have a Monday meeting and I call it accountability meeting every Monday from nine o'clock until twelve. And so what we want to do is at that meeting you know I speak with my chief of police and I let him know that hey we want to treat everything across the board fair and equal we want to make sure that we you know we say the same thing to everyone in town we want to treat this law the same as this law no matter who it is in the town no matter where it's located in the town and um so we have areas in Calhoun Falls that's predominantly black And so when you ride through that, we want you to be able to be friendly. And if you're on another side of the town, Burden Drive or wherever, we want you to be friendly and speak as well. You know, we want everybody to understand that the police is here to help, not here to harm, regardless of your skin color, regardless of male or female. And so things like that is out of our control. But we want to speak on it and let it be aware that, hey, our police officer here in Calhoun Falls, we love and care for everybody and we want to help.
4: What are a few uh, major contributions uh to calhoun falls that have been improving the economy there
2: our water system um our water system is is big, big there our small business is is great um and so with our small business we'd like to thank every small business that in calhoun falls you know without them it would be a more even more of a tough challenge and uh, we have different organizations that help out with calhoun falls throughout the year um. So we're just thankful for everybody in Calhoun Falls that help, that donates their time, their money, just their ideas. And so we just want to continue to be that way, and we're just thankful for all of those in Calhoun Falls. Is there
1: a lot of space for development in Calhoun Falls?
2: Yes, sir. Here on Highway 72, we have over 25, 30 acres that's vacant. You know, that's looking for business. That's looking for help. You know, and so that's great. Uh, we have a different lots in Calhoun Falls that's actually owned by the city of Calhoun, the town of Calhoun Falls. So yes, to answer that question, yes, sir. And we, we hoping, praying, believing that things are changing. You know, Rome wasn't built overnight. So with that being said, is everything is in plan. You
1: know, so. So with that, do you think that Calhoun Falls could be sort of an agricultural incubator? with all the vacant uh spots that the city has and
2: stuff like that. Absolutely so. With the right planning, with the right timing, with the right feasibility studies, absolutely so. It's more it more than can happen. Absolutely.
1: Do you think there could be a strategic partnership with with the Governor School for Agriculture here with the agricultural field in Calhoun Falls?
2: I don't see that that's being a problem at all. I think that would be a great thing for the town of Calhoun Falls. We would love it. We would accept it. We would we would love that. Absolutely so. Absolutely.
3: Um, a question I have kind of going off of um, Dell's is that considering that, you know, not like example with me, I didn't really know I liked agriculture until I had an AD class in high school. Mm-hmm. Do, do you guys have any AD class in high school that could possibly help students tra- transition better over here or do they just have to come over here and learn everything they can from the jump start?
2: Well, at Calhoun Falls, at our charter school, we have a a phenomenal ad program. Um, Nevertheless, you know, different places may offer different things. So right now at the charter school, they do offer FFA, they offer different ad culture classes. And so with that being said, I think for one, they had to come here and see, and then they would understand like, hey, they offer this or offer that, you know? And so, but right now at the charter school, they have some awesome classes there as so well, just like you guys have them here too. So that's things that, you know, each student would have to see on their own.
4: I know you went into a little bit of detail about it, but exactly how does your hours look in the typical day? Ooh, five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. Um, lunch,
2: work, 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 work. A little rest. Work, 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 work. Um, um, but so I go in the office and I try my best um, to leave at twelve thirty, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Most time it get lingered over to one thirty, maybe two. I try to sneak out the office sometime and. And then um, also I'm a track coach too at the charter school. So um, I try to do my work, my grind of work service on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays, um, but I have 32 accounts and it gets very, very tough. Um, so I, oftentimes I get stopped at the stores. I get stopped in the middle of the road and all over town, everybody having questions, you know, I got a water league. I can't pay my water bill today. And so, you know, we just go with the flow and just try to make the best out of it.
1: With all the land and like the, the lake, are you like an outdoor fisher, or do you hunt, or do you do anything with the outdoor?
2: Well, uh, good question. No, sir, I do not hunt. I try to fish. I'm not too good at <laughs> to it, but I try my best to fish here and there, but I love to hear the stories on it, but absolutely not. I don't hunt, Um, but I, I think here in the coming months, you know, I got a, one of my employees challenged me to do some hunting with him, so... I might have to take up on that offer and try, you know. So we're gonna see how that goes.
3: Um, what are what are some ways you're trying to be more eco-friendly with your town?
2: Oh, <sighs> I love them. I love them. In um, in in various ways, you know, such as you know, understanding their complaints, understanding their concerns, I'm hearing them out. Um, so letting them know that hey, we're not always right. You know, let them know that we're trying to meet you where at your needs. Let them know, hey, we care about you, we're passionate about it. And sometimes, you know, we have to, you know, feel where they're coming from. But we just try to along the way let them know that we can't change it overnight. Um, we can't change it right then and there. But we hear you just because it don't change on the day of your complaint, that doesn't mean it's not going to change or that we don't understand. Um, a lot of things that go on in the male life is that you it's a process. You know, and so we just can't change it right then and there, or it may take a year. It may be an ordinance or a policy or different things of that nature that may linger the process and to some people in the community, they'd be like, oh man, he's not trying to help us. And so we just try to let them know that we hear the concerns, we hear the frustration, and we understand it, and we're working towards that. So we're trying.
3: What policies as a mayor? Like when you first got the job, did you did you see you had to change immediately? Or you see, there's a big problem with that.
2: <laughs> uh, let me see the that. that the the rental facility that was one of them. Um, the rules and regulations when someone wanted to come in and rent the uh, facilities that was a huge one. Um, letting them know the rules if you come in here and you scratch up the walls that we just painted. Um, if you have different things inside of the facilities not allowed, it would be a consequence to that, and also on how um, the police, you know, would um, patrol in areas, letting them know, hey, we have more than one area in Calhoun Falls we need to patrol on, more than one area where we need to see that. So just letting them understand that we can't just sit in one area you know we have to ride around the whole entire town we have to patrol every area in the town just letting them know that just shift the focus all over calhoun falls
1: so do you guys have a downtown opportunity project going on because that's that a big thing right now is trying to revitalize the downtown areas of small towns
2: yes sir well we have a um, center there for the youth and for a workforce that's actually getting in place now um but it's just Small steps, you know, every month, um, Miss LaShawn Tutt have a building downtown that she's working on for the youth. And that here in the coming months and maybe even a year or so that the doors will be open and that'll help our impact our community 100 percent. And so we're just anxious and ready for those doors to open.
4: With all the political divide that's been going across the nation, how have you specifically make sure that your community stays together working for a common goal?
2: I let them know that, great question, great, great question, I <laughs> love it, I love it. We let them, I try my best as being the leader in the community, let them know, hey, and I use this slogan a lot, together we can, together we will. We can't be divided and get build up a community. We can't be against each other building up a community. We have to stay together, we have to stay focused, block out what's going on everywhere else, understand what's going on, but we have to stay focused here where we live and eat and go to school and work here every single day. So being a leader in your community, in your town, you have to bring in the people and let them know, hey, we're gonna stay strong, we're gonna stay focused, we're gonna understand what's going on here. We can't get sidetracked, we just gotta know the goals and keep going.
3: Uh, considering you did say that you do talk with your um, with your chief of police a lot about mm. racial profiling, what things have you done to help officers not racial profile like unconsciously?
2: Well, we send um, my assistant and I. We have put together videos and different trainings to see. So if we see something on social media, on Instagram that happened in New York, Alabama, Atlanta, different areas, we'll compile it together, we'll present it to the chief of police and he'll give it down to his officer. Whether the officer was wrong, right in the middle, we would say, well, hey, here. We would not like for our staff to do it this way. If you see it handled this way, how would our staff handle it? And we'll have an in-house training on the way that it should be handled versus the way it was handled on social media. Um, because as we know, a lot of police brutality go on. And so we don't want to be that little small town that it happens in. And so we we making sure that we do the correct training, making sure that and all of our officers in Calhoun Falls is certified. And so that's a huge thing. That was one policy that also um, that, that we had to change. I wanted to, my whole police department to be certified police officers. And at the time, it was not that. So I definitely want to see that change.
1: So what are your final words for young people that are trying to get ahead in just life, I guess?
2: Final words would be to grind, though. And grindo means keep striving no matter the obstacle. Your end result will be successful. No matter what you're facing in life, no adversity, no failed test, no fail, no injury, anything that you're going through, keep going. Your end result will be successful. Many times in life we face different, different obstacles. We go through many different challenges, whether it's family, education, school, work, relationship, friendships. We face many different obstacles. But you, if you keep going, your end result would be successful. And so.
1: so I would like to thank my co-host, Asa Simmons and Eli Moore, for coming out and uh, skipping class with me today. <laughs> and I would like to thank our guest, Tariko Holland, yes, sir. Thank you for, for coming me. out. And uh, thank you for tuning into this edition of Carolina's Field, Forest, and Water. I am Del Brotman, and please join us next week for another conversation about agriculture here at the Governor's School for Agriculture at John De La House. Thank you.
0: Carolina's Field, Forest, and Water. A closer look at agriculture in South Carolina and conversations between the current and future leaders of agriculture in the Palmetto State and experts from across America. Presented by the students of the South Carolina Governor's School for Agriculture at John DeLaHowe. For more information on the South Carolina Governor's School for Agriculture, visit our website at DeLaHowe.SC.gov.